Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. So I have a starting question um, for you all to answer. Um, And the question is, what is one thing you can't start your day without? Um, So drop it in the comments. What is one thing you can't start your day without? Um, For me, recently, since like, I don't know, halfway through lockdown, I've gone every day with a cup of tea, which is probably quite normal. But I used to, I go through phases with tea and this has been super consistent. And now tea's a dream. So there we go. See lots of people joining, so exciting. Coffee, coffee's a good one, Julie. Espresso, lots of coffee people. <laughs> yes, really coming through with the tea as well. I love it. So many people drink tea, this is amazing. Oh, hello, mother. <laughs> Awesome. Um, so today we're using Lecto 365, um, which I know Ethan did yesterday, so it's kind of carrying on from that, um, which is amazing because I really love Esther and uh, my house are probably sick of hearing me talk about Esther a lot, so um, it's fine, I can share it with everyone else instead. Um, so I'm going to start with the starting prayer. Um, As we pray now, we pause to be still, to breathe slowly to recenter our scattered senses upon the presence of God. As we draw near to you, God, would you draw near to us? Teach us to pray. Speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Awesome. Sorry, my dad just put, he goes for a 10K run in the morning. Is that right? Is that right, David? Very fun. Okay. Um, rejoice! So we're in the rejoice and reflect bit now. I love these titles. I think they're super cute. They help her kind of focus it a little bit more. Awesome. So this reading is from Psalm thirty-one to five, and it says, "I will exalt you, Lord, for you rescued me. You refused to let my enemies triumph over me. O Lord, my God, I cried to you for help, and you restored my health. You brought me up from the grave, O Lord. You kept me from falling into the pit of death." Sing to the Lord, all you, uh, all you godly ones. Praise his holy name, for his anger lasts only a moment, but his favour lasts a lifetime. Weeping may last through the night, but joy comes in the morning. I'm going to go first a moment just to um, sit and reflect on that passage. So today we are going back to the story of Esther, like I said, um, after 12 months of preparation in the harem, this young Jewish woman is ready to meet the Persian king Xerxes. And this is Esther 2, 15 to 17. <clears throat> when the turn came for Esther, the young woman Mordecai had adopted, <coughs> the daughter of uncle un- of his uncle Abihel, I'm good reading today, uh, to go to the king. She asked for nothing other than what Haggai, the king's eunuch, who was in charge of the harem, suggested. And Esther won the favour of everyone who saw her. She was taken to King Xerxes in the royal residence in the tenth month, the tenth, uh, the month of Tebeth, in the seventh year of his reign. Now the king was attracted to Esther more than 
uh, more than to any of the other women, and she won his favour and approval more than any of the other virgins. So he set a royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. For Esther, a year preparing herself in Persian harem led to one night with the king. This would be the encounter that decided whether she was swept aside and forgotten or plucked from obscurity in a royal position. I think that's quite an incredible thing. You spend a whole year preparing for this, this one event that's going to almost decide the rest of your future. Um, it's quite a crazy tradition that the Persian, I don't know, Persian people seem to have. There's a few questions just for us to kind of uh, kind of help us think about this uh, verse a little bit more. Uh, were Mordecai and her friends praying for her? Was Esther crying out to help for God? Because the Bible doesn't say that, but I think it's very likely. <clears throat> and we're going into the ask section now. <clears throat> Esther won the favour of everyone who met her, including the king. God was with her, working unseen within her story. How often has God intervened unseen in our lives? Where do, I, uh, where do we need him to intervene today? God, we bring these situations to you now. I'm just going to give us a moment to, to pray. Um, Esther has been elevated to the most powerful household in Persia. She has an opportunity to influence the king and shape events on a national level. Uh, we pray now for the Christian politicians and advisors in the corridors of power in our nation. God, we ask you to fill them with your spirit. Give them your wisdom to help them to use their influence for your purpose. Awesome. and we're going to the yield section now. Uh, as we return to the passage, we open our ears to hear your word uh, and our hearts to yield to yours, to your will once again. Sorry, not reading very well. Okay, so we're reading Esther 2, 15 to 17 again. When the turn came for Esther, the young woman Mordecai had adopted, the, uncle of his, uh, the daughter of his uncle Abihel, to go to the king, she asked for nothing other than what Hegai, the king's eunuch, who was in charge of the harem, suggested. And Esther won the favour of everyone who saw her. She was taken to King Xerxes in the royal residence in the tenth month, the, tenth, uh, the month of Tebeth, in the seventh year of his reign. Now the king was attracted to Esther more than any of the other women, and she won his favour and, uh, and approval more than any of the other virgins. So he set a royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. Esther had to compete for the favour of King Xerxes, an impulsive, selfish, warmongering leader. Even in her new position of queen, there was a risk she would be deposed, as her predecessor had been. How, diff how different Esther's situation is to our own. We too serve a king, King Jesus, but we don't need to compete for his attention. His character couldn't be more opposite to Xerxes, and as Psalm 30 reminds us, his favour lasts a lifetime. It's incredible. 
King Jesus, we yield our life, our influence, our opinions and plans to you. Thank you that you favour us. I trust your rule and reign in our lives today. Thank you that we can trust you, our God, our King, because as Psalm 30 reminds us, your anger lasts only a moment, but your favour lasts a lifetime. I'm going to read the closing prayer and then we'll just have an opportunity um, to pray together. Uh, Father, help us to live this day to the full, being true to you in every way. Jesus, help us to give, uh, to give ourselves away to others. Be kind to everyone we meet. Spirit, help me to love the lost, proclaiming Christ in all we do and say. Amen. Awesome. Um, I'm just going to leave a moment of silence just to pray and reflect on that. And then um, in a few seconds, if you have any prayer requests for today, um, please feel free to drop them in the comments and we'll just um, have an opportunity to pray for them. So if anyone has anything they'd uh, like to share, um, any prayer requests, please feel free to drop them in the comments and I'm going to grab my mug of tea because uh, I've not drunk it today. So I've just got the uh, comments up on my iPad as well, and now I can see my face and it's very good. Abby says it's a massive mug. It is a massive mug. There is a story behind this mug. When I was in Australia, um, one of the places I was staying uh, didn't have a very good kitchen, so they didn't have bowls or anything. And this mug was like $2, so I bought it so it could be a bowl and a mug and whatever else I needed. So that's why. <laughs> Uh, Julie put in for Lizzie and the Orphans, she looks after it in Zimbabwe, the Orphan Trust. Um, pray for relief from pain for Pippa Stupple. Amazing. Awesome. Uh, I just spotted Julie's comment um, later in the story. Esther asks everyone to pray for her, so she was praying and trusting. Um, I think it's incredible. It wasn't in that first... There's, there's um, like no mention of her praying before, and I'm sure it is there. Um, but it's just interesting, isn't it, how, I don't know, God works, and it's just unseen sometimes. Uh, prayer for the Band of Brothers weekend away, definitely. And pray for Leslie's neck and shoulders. She pulled a, pulled a strain of muscle. Amazing. Um, I'm going to start praying for those. This is so... <laughs> you can see my face and it's really putting me off because it's slightly behind. Um, I'm going to start 
uh, praying for those. Um, keep them coming in and I'll just keep checking. Um, um, Father, thank you for the opportunity to be able to sit and pray together. And uh, we thank you for your word and for being able to uh, sit and pray over it and um, see the incredible things you did through Esther and can do through our lives as well. Um, and we just pray for Lizzie and the orphans she looks after in Zimbabwe. We pray for your hand to be working among them, um, for you to serve them and provide exactly what they need. Uh, we pray for pain. Uh, pray for pain. We pray for for relief from the pain for Pippa. Um, we pray that you would heal her and um, make her feel better. And same for Leslie. We pray that you would heal her neck and shoulders and that she would feel better. And we pray for the Band of Brothers weekend away this weekend. We pray that they would have an incredible time together, um, even in all the strange um, new rules that they've got to follow. And we just pray that together they would have an incredible time um, sitting, praying and fellowshipping together. Amen. Awesome. Thank you guys for joining me. Um, sorry about my terrible reading. And um, I'm going to leave you guys into the rest of your day. Um, yeah, I hope you all have an incredible day. And yeah, see you later. Bye. Oh, one more prayer. We pray for the deaf school in... I'm not going to attempt to read that. In Tanzania. Um, Jesus, we pray for um, the school that in Tanzania, um, that you'd be with them and be sad in them. Amen. Awesome. Thank you guys so much. And see you later. Bye.